0: Hey, you're listening to the Ottawa Wrench Podcast. On this podcast, I interviewed Christina Wilson, who is running independent for a recently vacant Ottawa Vanier riding. It's a funny story because she's actually a friend of mine, uh, my boss when I work a cleaning job, and her and her partner at Euthenic, uh purchased some ads in uh, the wrench. Uh, it's also a funny story how she came to run for MP, which kind of happened out of nowhere, and she'll explain in the interview. So look forward to that. Uh, on that note, I've contacted uh, a few other MP candidates trying to get uh, some interviews to shed some light on their policies as they pertain to street-involved people. Uh, looks like the Green Party is a go. Further than that, I've got a lineup of interviews, I'm going to speak with Ron Winston, who has written in every issue so far and is one of our most popular writers. I'm going to be speaking with uh, representatives from CAUSE, which is a not-for-profit started by university students that gives free tutoring to street-involved people. If you ever feel like supporting The Wrench, you can visit our Patreon, uh, and the link is going to be in the description. And without further ado, here is the interview. So I'm here with Christina Wilson, who is running for the MP for the Ottawa Vanier Riding. You're an entrepreneur. Yes. Uh, yes. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> and, and a mother. Yeah. I wanted to mention those two things. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, why don't you start off uh, telling us a bit about yourself and why you're running for Member of Parliament?
1: Well, I was going to say entrepreneur and mother, but <laughs> 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 um, besides that, I think I'm just like a regular uh, person, average. I mean, I don't know, entrepreneur. Yeah, I have my own business. <laughs> I was going to say that's not average. It's kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've had that experience of opening my own business. Um but other jobs before like um you know Mcdonald's manager um property management um you know receptionist stuff like that and uh yeah I'm a mom I just had a baby four months ago and I have a seven year old so I've been a mom for a little while into that whole scene <laughs> yeah and uh yeah and I wanted to i'm running for parliament oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh opportunity came up. Um sad circumstances, uh Marielle Belanger died mm-hmm. and then um so Justin Trudeau uh um said there was gonna be a by election, called a by election on February twelfth. So since then, uh I've just uh turned into a politician.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Took the opportunity to um To just, like, stand up and and just, uh, like, honestly, really, I was just like, I'm sick of complaining and not doing anything about it or not having the opportunity to do something about it. So I saw this as a way to get in there and and change stuff, hopefully.
0: Cool. Yeah. 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 So we are a media company that uh, uh, focuses on homelessness and chronic poverty. So uh, do you have certain things in your platform that... Discuss uh, the homelessness or uh, chronic poverty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a really uh, important aspect of like of this election, just because the riding is uh, well, just like downtown, it has the three homeless shelters. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a huge um, homeless um, population uh, in this riding. So I think, it, yeah, it is a huge. Uh, it, it's a really big issue. And, um, well, from what I looked into it, um, Jim Watson is implementing the yeah. Homes First. So that is great. Like, I think it really works from all I've seen um, in Medicine Hat. Uh, it's been like two years since they've uh, they've had success, and they've been helping everybody there. So yeah. hopefully here, you know, it, I think it's going to do really well.
0: Yeah, so that's like a really cool uh, – yeah, so in Medicine Hat, they've been – uh, basically, you go into the shelter, I think the rule is that nobody's staying in an emergency shelter for more than 48 hours, mm. if I'm not correct, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. they kind of assess what's going on, and they'll send you to a certain place, certain set of housing,
1: mm-hmm. for
0: depending if you're addicted, uh, if you have mental illness, or obviously all kinds of other different things mm-hmm. that don't have anything to do with those two things. That's pretty cool, so... You're supportive of Jim Watson, is? Uh,
1: Yeah, totally, totally in support of this program. Um, Like, I think housing is such a a big deal. Like, and especially here in Canada, like you, we need a shelter. Like, it's freezing and it's cold. Uh And if you're worried all the time, Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, where am I gonna live? And a place for your stuff and your, you know, your family, and just to have like a place to cook. And you know, that that's huge. And then, so, like, um, the idea behind the homes first is that they're giving them a home first. Mm-hmm. And then they're worried about, like, you know, addiction problems, abuse problems, and, and just home everything and else. Problems. Yeah. So, so just making, you know, taking, uh, leaving that stress of, uh, of home, you know, I think that that, that's going to be, be, uh, really progressive here. It's, it's going to help a lot of people. Home is a big deal. And if that's not good. You know, nothing really is good in your life, I yeah. think.
0: You don't have that st- stability, the rock in your life. Then, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. how you're going to get anywhere. Always
1: anxiety. Like, oh, where, you know, I, I just, I can't picture it. Like, just um, driving out here, you know, in the snowstorm we had last night, I thought about homeless people. Like, where where do they go? Like, what's what's happening? And, like, even when they have, like, a place, like a shelter, eh, that's got to mm-hmm. be crappy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what kind of life is this? So, I've yeah. definitely really
0: talked to a lot of people <clears throat> that uh, if they, obviously, if they didn't have to live in a shelter, they wouldn't. You know, it's not, it's really not the best uh, place to be.
1: Yeah. But you know what? Like, the, uh, a bunch of people um, that I was talking to in the last week, their thing that they came back with is they would say, they don't want the help. They say no. We they get offered and they don't want a place to live. Like, do you think? Do you think that's true? Like, honestly, would they would somebody... prefer to live homeless.
0: That's such a. I mean, you like, could probably find thing. like one yeah, in a uh, couple 1000 It Isn't
1: yeah? Is... Wouldn't you say that that was yeah. I don't
0: know. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of silly like, idea. Like that's weird. Like yeah, you wanna hurt yourself. Like, like yeah, what the you're hobo a guy. A hobo on the train guy. Or something like yeah, that, you know? no. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, in my <laughs> experience, I've been talking to a lot of them, and uh, no, that's not the, that's not what it is. Nobody sits down and says, yeah, I don't want to take any help. Yeah,
1: yeah like I'd, I'd rather freeze to death. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Well, there's a couple of uh, one thing that we've talked about a couple of times uh, in the ranch is safe injection sites, and you also mm-hmm. have on your you've put on your platform that you want to decriminalize drugs. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, what yeah. do you feel about those two things?
1: Yeah. Okay. How they um, in? This is like this is a really scary thing for a lot of people. Like to um, picture what it would be like to decriminalize drugs, but really, I just think it's a matter of well. You know, somebody has a problem. What are we going to do? Are we going to bring them to jail or are we going to bring them to, you know, the hospital? Like, because, mm-hmm. again, nobody wants to be a drug addict. Nobody is a little kid going, I think I'm <sighs> going to be a drug addict when I grow up. Like, honestly, right? So I, I just think, you know, bringing them to uh I, I maybe the reason why people get into drugs, you know, like there's like abusive things. They're like their home life, their parents or whatever man right yeah. but um
0: yeah what's it going to help to put, go and throw them in a put room them in jail with yeah. with
1: other like criminals and it's just i mm-hmm. i don't know i think like socially it's something that we can we can deal with if we decriminalize it and get people help um
0: yeah and the thing is too we're spending about uh, an average of a hundred thousand dollars a year on each prisoner yeah. here in the country and but, yeah, I mean the resources can go to better things, right
1: yeah, um, and then, if you look at Portugal, uh, I think in two thousand and one right. they decriminalized everything um their um the jail population fell, all the social services fell, um, you know, everybody just started to do better, um the hardcore drug use fell, everybody's smoking weed there um. It's It seems to be working out, like, you know, and uh, we're about three times population of Portugal, but I think we could do it, like, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're not super huge and we're, we all, I don't know.
0: I guess the thing right now is that there's not quite a mainstream push for anything like that. I think... What we're saying is probably considered radical in most circles.
1: Yeah. But, but I mean, it's nice times to see... How are going to keep doing the same thing over and over? And how many times are we going to, like, talk about safe injection? Like, do you, re- you guys mm-hmm. really give a shit? If you did, you, you'd do it. You'd do something about it. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of, <laughs> like, just come on. Like, is it working or not? Do we need something else? Yes.
0: I think that kind of leads to one of the other things I have written down on my... uh on my sheet here which is uh, a lot of the times um, in political conversations in political campaigns and stuff it's always about the middle class the middle class this we're going to do the middle class for that middle Mm. class for that and one of the things that I always think is uh, what is this middle class how do you define it it seems like everybody thinks they're middle class and and what about what about the is that is that to say that there's a lower class and what about those people so do you have any thoughts on that
1: I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, this writing in particular, it, like, this spectrum of, like, uh, he, rich people, like, I don't know, elite, 1% or whatever, mm-hmm. huge, you know, homes, and just like from the outside, they you know, Governor General lives in this writing, Justin Trudeau lives here, Embassy Row is there, really influential, and, um, you know, just, just rich people, and then, that surrounds um, the—I just want to say—ghetto, I guess, of of like Vanier and the Byward Market, like mm-hmm. where, yeah. So yeah, I've thought about like, geez, how how am I supposed to like take everybody into consideration where it seems like they are on such like opposite ends of the spectrum? So that kind of leaves the middle class. So so getting you know so okay so mm-hmm. who is middle class? Is it people who are are working and they're still scrounging or or they're doing well, like upper middle class? Like, who's that? (laughs) But then they probably have kids. So whatever income they think that good income they're making, well, the kids are eating it and they're babysitting because, you know, and they're working uh, class, middle class. I don't know. I think it is kind of like um, blurring the lines into middle, lower, um, like I was saying, I, I relate more to the lower middle class Mm -hmm. people. I, I don't think I'm, you know, above anybody or I, like, I think maybe some, if I had made different choices, I would be, you know, lower class maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to say that just cause all people like kind of deserve like a good life. I I don't Mm want to, I don't know.
0: Do you think there's any way that you can get uh the so-called upper class to uh I guess uh adopt some of the issues of like why why is it why are we breaking it up into classes shouldn't there be mm. sort of uh a way to govern that you don't have to break the people in the country into classes can't we be autoavanians <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah Iranians. um yeah, I don't know. Is there a reason why a rich person would have to go to Montreal Road? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, are they even in there? Did, are they in their bubble? Like, do they even mm. engage with the people down there at all? Maybe at that point when, you know, maybe put that homeless shelter right in Rockcliffe. Get them engaged. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. See it for their own eyes. Wow, people actually need my help. Maybe they don't realize it. I, you know, I'm not... Mm -hmm. I definitely want to ask them about it.
0: Yeah, it's not like they're all... You know, like uh, uh, what is Mr. Burns or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm sure yeah. a lot of a lot of very good people. I think yeah. that brings up uh, another one of your platform points, which is the universal basic income. I mean, perhaps yeah, something like that, true that. would yeah, yeah. solve a lot of these problems. So, uh, what's what's your policy on uh, your policy idea on, on the universal basic income?
1: Um. Okay. So, um. Well, overall, like I understand it as a really good idea. The way that we're gonna do it, though, that's all up for, like, debate. There's a whole, there's about three kind of forms on how we can do this uh, basic income for everybody. Do we give everybody one lump sum, or do we give them, um, like the negative income tax, kind of top-uppy things? Um, I think, uh, I think they're figuring it out now. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, um, a study going on here in Ontario that, uh, that's gonna hopefully you know figure it out because like they did have it back in the seventies they had a study the, the, yeah it the, was in Alberta they did min-come. yeah mincome yeah. and uh, it turned out great uh, well the initial findings were pretty good I don't know why but they they left the study just alone yeah. and the, even all the information is just nobody's really looked at it I guess the money, they just quit the money on it the funding for it and they just left everything there. I mean, so we, it would be really interesting to go back and look at, at those studies Mm -hmm. and like keeping in mind, like in the seventies was a a lot different than now. Like, you know, women were still kind of just getting into the, the work world and everything. Um, but a cool thing about about that, the, the men come was that, um, like dropout rates went down. Mm-hmm. So people stayed in school. Less car
0: accidents was oh, one really? thing. Yeah. Oh, less neat. hospital visits, uh, oh, less wow. domestic abuse. Yeah. I think less drug abuse, but I'd have to yeah. go back and look. Yeah. And like, less,
1: uh, less, uh, um, underage pregnancies and stuff. Yeah. And pretty I think people good. had more like, hey, this could, could be cool. Like more a positive outlook, like on their life and, just, um, uh, somebody said, I guess, less I mean, cause stress, you think about yeah.
0: like a student, uh, you're having to pay for your schooling while you're doing full-time schooling and then yeah. you, you don't know what you're doing with the rest of your life. That's yeah. pretty stressful stuff. Uh, yeah. same thing with the single mothers. I think it was that mothers were staying home with their kids more yeah. often. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same stuff.
1: Yeah. So, you know, and like that makes, um, that child, um, their life much better, you know, and they're not being raised by a babysitter and then a mom who's working all day long and then you know all night working as a mom and i Mm -hmm. I don't know somebody had said on that study that it was like um they had the uh the top up kind there and they said uh, there was like putting cream in your coffee so it was like the top up uh the top up like um let's say just for whatever you were making uh you know like 800 bucks a month and to be comfy it would be 1000 let's just let's just okay. numbers i'm throwing out there okay, so then cool. they would top you up by $200
0: okay so it's kind yeah. of like a set of uh, yeah like of here's the
1: comfort zone how far are you away from that with your job
0: well, that seems like a pretty realistic uh, thing to do yeah yeah, yeah. and right.
1: like um like cuz if you think about it like that uh, that study that just came out um saying that, like, 70% of the people underneath the, um, you know, the poverty line, they're working full-time. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh, because a lot of people say, well, with this uh, basic income for everybody, people are not going to work. They're just going to sit on their ass or whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, what's going on now is that people are working and still can't afford to eat, still worried about the roof over their head and, the, you know, the clothes and, like... How is that possible? Somebody's working like twelve right. hours a day and is still poor.
0: There. It's also worth mentioning that the unemployment rate didn't go down in the income, except for in the demographics where it was uh, students for when and, they went uh, to and single mothers. Yeah. yeah, and they stayed. Oh, not, not even se- just mothers generally. Who yeah, so they
1: didn't go. That's right. <clears throat> so they didn't go into the to the employment uh, field right away. They went to school. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's great. <laughs> it's sense. not like they stayed home <laughs> yeah. on their ass. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't believe, like, that's a huge myth, and, like, I was talking to my friends yesterday about it, and they were like, I'm not working my ass off, you know, just to give somebody something so they can sit on their ass, you know, some welfare bum or whatever, and I'm like, yo, dude, you know what, nobody can live on the welfare that we've got now, nobody's sitting on their ass, like, seriously, they're got all, you know, like, under-the-table jobs, there's no possible way that people are just sitting on their butt, like, it's just... You know, we, we, mm-hmm. they can't afford to eat on the welfare that, that we give them now. So
0: th- I think that brings up an interesting um, uh, point, too, where a lot of people would say, well, where are you going to pay for this? Yeah. How are you going to pay for this? But then uh, would you how would you how would you respond to that question?
1: Well, um, OK, so what the idea is, things like um, like disability programs, welfare uh, things, things where like the government subsidizes you are all going to be kind of rolled into this one big uh, basic income. And I like I agree with the top up thing, like if you're you're working and you need some help. Like sure, but that's great.
0: And so it would cost a lot less in administration. It and, would cost a lot. So like if we in get the end, rid of, it would of, actually be less. If
1: we get rid of the whole ministry, like the whole disability thing, the whole welfare, all those people, like just all like merged into one kind of like it sounds scary but, um, like, <laughs> yeah. kind of, you know... Yeah.
0: Any any major change but, is always scary. Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's just, like, taking away government, like, um, you know, spending, putting it over here, just, you know, ranging like uh, we all do, our, our uh, you know, our budget's at home.
0: So you're running as uh, an independent. Does yeah. that have any significance into how you're running? What's, uh, what's up with that?
1: What's up with that? The real story, the real story is... Um, First, I was running with the Pirate Party. Right, if we really want to know the whole story, um, they kind of just like I think like this whole by-election just came out of nowhere, really, February twelfth, mm-hmm. and then the Pirate Party, um, who I I've been following and I'm super interested in. You know, they're around the world and yeah, they're a little you know, interesting. Can you
0: tell us a they're bit about interesting. them? Um, I don't yeah. think a lot of people have heard of it.
1: Okay, well, it's like a, a political party that. Uh, they're called pirates because remember, um.
0: It's like internet piracy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, internet
1: piracy. Yeah. So like, you know, they owned it. They were like, yeah, damn right. We're pirates. Like we were, <laughs> you know, everybody made a mixtape. Like is, everyone who's ever made a mixtape is a pirate. So yeah, we are all pirates, you know, we're, we're all sharing all of this uh, digital media and stuff. And you know, it's not like stealing a car or somebody's. Perth, you know, like, not at all. This is, we're just, like, sharing information. Um, so, yeah, so I think they're in 50, about 50 countries, and uh, so they have a lot of openness on, like, um, their platform is, like, open government, um, so sharing Open source sharing of all information, you know, open up our libraries mm-hmm. so that everybody can can have it all. Mm-hmm. And, and like um, internet,
0: intellectual property, I think they want to change that. Yeah, they want to get rid
1: stuff. of that too, which I, but, I feel is, is also cool because, you know, have we, is there an original idea anymore? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, or it, hasn't other people kind of inspired mm-hmm. me to think of that idea? So really, can mm-hmm. I call it my own?
0: Well, given all that, you you seem to be defending them. Why aren't you with them right now?
1: Why aren't I with them? Uh, just because I felt like I could uh, create change um, in the government. I just thought, you know what? Oh, my God. Like, another party? Like, do I really want a whole... Do I have to be stuck to to these party platforms? You know, like, what if something came up and I personally didn't agree with it? Uh, would I have to go against my own morals and my own, mm-hmm. you know, authenticity? That freaked me out. And I that, like, I guess,
0: is what happens with a lot of people all the time.
1: I think that's what happens, yeah. And um, so instead of just, like, you know, saying, well, you know, this whole politics, whatever, F that, I just kind of looked in into myself, and I was like, you know what, I think I, I have the, the passion. Um, I can totally do this on my own and really, like, stay true to myself. And stay true to the people in the writing and not really have to listen to, you know, like a party leader. Like, that's, that's just, that's what it is. I don't know. I don't want any puppet strings over me. And I think maybe that's probably where we should start with change, with the MPs getting independence in and really representing the people. And, uh, yeah. And then, and then you know what? And like maybe, maybe once I get in, maybe others will see, wow. we can actually make a change and we can actually, you know, instead of uh, dissing politics and just having, wanting to have nothing to do with it, maybe we'll get more involved and more engaged and just be like, you know, wow, power to the people. Let's get us in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's why, like, I think it's really important. And also like the, this writing, like I said, like, you know, 24 Sussex, is right in it like Justin is just going to be like in our face um you know and he's going to have an independent uh member of parliament to to deal with and maybe that'll be new for everybody and maybe you know they'll be like whoa what how how is this going to work and maybe kind of like let's look at things from a new perspective instead of the same old same old like a 100 what are we at 150 years of Canada now (laughs) hey maybe (laughs) just like you know wow
0: Um, one more thing that has to do more with our paper. Have you ever thought of, uh, going to the shelters and talking to the folks there? Uh, they, recently they've been, uh, able to vote. Uh, th- they hadn't been able to vote, I think, about 10 years ago uh, from a shelter, but now they can. And mm-hmm. I wonder, I don't think anybody's going and doing that. Have you ever thought of doing that?
1: To go talk to the people in the shelter? hmm
0: I'm not sure how often they do vote, but... I Let's mean, do it. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I always thought that would be cool.
1: I think that would be really That'd cool, be. too. And actually, really, like... Maybe opening everybody's eyes into what they actually need. Cause I, you know, everybody has an idea of, oh, let's just, let's just give them this, this and food and the handouts. And I, I'm giving them a handout. Why don't, you know, why isn't it working? Like, mm-hmm. um, so maybe, yeah, getting in and talking to actual people to seeing what we, we really need to, to make it better for them and all of us. Yeah. First hand yeah. experience. Yeah. To-
0: So, uh, if somebody wants to keep up with you, uh, on the campaign, uh, how, how, how would they go about doing that? Yeah. Got some stuff coming up?
1: I'm, uh, I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and, um, Mm -hmm. so you can just kind of like search Christina Wilson. We could put it in the description. Okay. Yeah. put it like below or whatever. And, um, uh, on that Facebook page, I want to start doing like a town hall thing where, you know, I just like, um. I'll do the asking um like and people can answer the questions and and maybe we can really get into like what kind of issues are really going on on uh, that writing. I think that would be cool, so um, yes, and also uh Rogers is interviewing me uh at some point, so there's that to look out for and uh oh well and websites in the works, and uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Cool. Well I guess uh we'll put that in the description as well if we get it.
1: Yeah, and, oh. and you'll probably see me hang around Vanya. Like I think that's where I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hang and uh, in the byward market. Yeah, so if you see me, just say hi. Cool. You're gonna yeah. come
0: knocking on people's doors. Yeah, and... I'm gonna knock on people's doors. <laughs> yeah, I wish I find a little bit See but, but
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do that.
0: Okay then. Well Let's, uh, let's wrap this up then.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you and have a great day. Well, that's it. And thank you so much for listening to the Ottawa Wrench podcast. You can find us at OttawaWrench.ca. And uh, if you scroll down to the bottom, you can find our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Patreon. We're going to have our next issue of the street paper out in the second week of April. And this time we're going to try to get it into more places. One of the things that we found was uh, the Ottawa Libraries. Right now you can go and you can find some copies at the Ottawa Libraries. And when we release the next issue, we'll release a list of places that you can find it, uh, different libraries that you can find it. And if you're curious of who is playing the piano in the background right now, that would be Ryan Drummond with his song Reflections in the Rain. You can find a link to his SoundCloud in the... Uh, in the description below thank you so much for listening and have a great day